Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, November 10th. The Vols just went north and we're coming back with a W, baby. We're coming back from that terrible state of Kentucky. The roads to Lexington, I-275 north, I guess, and I-275 south. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Were terrible. I mean, the whole time. It was nice scenery in the fall. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful, but the the roads itself. The roads bad. were terrible. I feel yeah. like I was driving in freaking North Alabama. It was awful, but a lot of road work, so I guess they're going to improve them, so that's good. Maybe. That's a good sign. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I guess that's a good sign. Could but just be like Alcoa Holly and just never just, be done. Yeah, just forever be yep. construction work. Um, but, yeah, we had a great time. We went to Lexington, went into Kentucky Sports Bar, and um, – I guess Matt Jones heard we were coming because he didn't even show up. Yeah, he just he <laughs> quit his show altogether. Yeah. So uh, we did our job. We did we our did. job. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I'm a. I wasn't gonna say. Lost, lost my train of thought. I'm talking about Kentucky Sports Bar. Oh yeah, we got to meet a couple people. Um, we were there with you know, a bunch of big big group of our our friends or mutual friends, whatever. And um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Had a great time in Lexington. Uh, obviously had a great time at the game. And I, and I, I tweeted about how – I don't remember my exact tweet was. I think it was about how we, we had 80,000 there at UAB. We had 85 or something at South Carolina. And, and UAB, 80,000 against a meh opponent. Yeah. I know it's homecoming, so that makes up some numbers. But it was freezing cold. Tennessee fans, say whatever you want about them being jerks or idiots or morons, but they are loyal. Absolutely. And then you go north. And maybe, I know maybe too loyal. Ma- definitely times. too loyal. <laughs> definitely too loyal. But then, then we go north. And I know that's an easy drop, but it's still an away game. We've got to pay for tickets. Mm-hmm. 730. You know, 80, 75% of us are getting hotels or Airbnb, whatever. You know, you got to pay for a lot. And we still make the trip. And we were loud. Like when Tennessee was on defense, loud. Yep. Uh, the It's great to be a Tennessee ball, VLS chance. Those were loud. When we were leaving, I know you've got a great video of it. We're leaving. Uh, through the through the tunnels, it's great to be a Tennessee ball. Was it's louder than it was in Neyland because the aways the away fans are always more faithful. It's just how it is. I was telling you all we left the South Carolina Mississippi State game. No one wanted to chant it. I was trying to get it going. No one. I was like, it is dang great. Good. It is great to be a Tennessee ball. It's great. It's great. And that's like that's one. Of, I think we talked about this on like a jumbotron of like our like best memories of Neyland or like our best. Mm-hmm. Get walking out through Neyland, through those creepy um, concourses. Especially at night after a big win and everybody's chanting that, love it. We gotta get back to those ways. I guess we just haven't done it in so long. We haven't done it. Yeah, in so well, long. we gotta get used to doing exactly. it. exactly. So we, and we gotta teach the newbies. There's some newbies. Yeah. We yeah. gotta teach them. That's fine. I'll work with them. We'll work with. I feel them, bad for the new fans. I do too. I, I definitely feel bad for them. But hey, it feels good to go north and get a win. Um, now you got a much needed week off and two more games. They remember what you do in November. Yeah, you really gotta round this one off. Really got around. And this you're, one. you're supposed to be playing your best football right now. And I'm not going to say, I'm not, and we'll talk about this here in just a second. I don't think we're necessarily playing our best football, but you know what's different than, and we've done it a couple games with under Pruitt. Uh, obviously, there's some bad losses mixed in there, but the difference is, is a lot of times in that game with former coaches, the Vols end up on the wrong side of that. Yeah. We didn't play great, nope. but we we never folded. And, and when you come out on top, and that's, that's the, I mean, that, that's the best part about this team. We're banged up. We're tired. You know, uh, what is it? Four, four SEC opponents in the last five games. Uh, some, t- some tough SEC opponents mixed in. There's some tough defenses or some tough front, uh, either offensive line or defensive lines. And they played good. 
Went and got a win. Yeah, it's it's a gauntlet, and they were we were itching to get this game kind of done with, so we can get a break. You know, mm-hmm. get healthy, get ready to to clinch a bowl season or a, a bowl berth. Right. And we're right on track. We are. Before we really get into it, because we are about to recap this Kentucky game, and we're excited. I want to tell you all about my bookie. As a true football fan, you already know just as sure as the season change, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game. Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. My bookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sportsbook on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try parlay. Pick your uh, locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain, MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything and back on the game. Best part is if you join now, MyBookie will double, you heard that right, double your first deposit. If you put in a thousand, they'll give you one thousand. That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. You have to use the promo code Chair. That's promo code C H A I R to activate the offer and double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Good teams win. Great teams cover. The ball's covered wherever you bet. Whether you got it in before the balls ended up favored by two, they covered. Covered. They covered. Love it. Part of that's thanks to a uh, we we gotta assume thanks to a Darrell Middleton blocked P or PAT. You assume yeah. they just go down and kick that field goal. They might go for the win. Who knows? But they probably kick that field goal and go to overtime. Yeah. So and I I don't, I don't really like our chances in with that against, offense mm-hmm. um, with only twenty five yards to go. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you know, you believe in <coughs> you believe in them able to get you know one goal on stop. Two, three, four, whew, and especially all in a row. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, somebody asked AC or Greenville talking high school football. Is that this week? AC Anderson County and Greenville. Is it? I, I don't know. Or is he just asking for a, a state championship winner? I'll be honest. I haven't seen any of them play. I've seen both of them play. You, I guess I've seen Anderson County play, but I haven't seen Greenville play. Anderson County looks good this year. Better yeah, than last year. They would be my pick. To win the I'll, state, I'd pick without Anderson seeing Greenville, just seeing what they've done. I think I have to go Anderson County too. Yeah, but again, I haven't seen Greenville play. I've just seen fi- uh, finals. I think it'd be a very good game, but yeah, I think Anderson County just has that huge running back that is dominant. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I got distracted there. We were talking Tennessee football, but uh, we talked about this on Wednesday's show. We knew with Bowden Jr. being the gr- a great athlete, we we assumed he was going to play. Um, or if he didn't start, at least played a lot at quarterback. They were going to give him the ball yeah. in many different ways. So whether Sawyer Smith was back this week or not, we assumed. And uh, well, obviously we saw him. And we knew he was going to. if he was there, he'd make big plays. You had to limit those big plays. I think his longest rush was 21 yards. You had to limit those big plays. And uh, in the end, to win a game, you got to keep him out of the end zone. Mm-hmm. You did both those things. He didn't score. Yeah, I mean. And no, not a ton of big plays. This was a very similar game to the Georgia Tech game. Even though they're in shotgun, it was pretty much a option-style offense. Well, and really, I mean, obviously we played much different, but similar to the Georgia State game. Did you say Tech or State? Sorry. Georgia Tech. Okay, yeah, but also similar to Georgia State, it's essentially what Georgia State did Mm -hmm. uh, to us. But obviously we played 
better up front mm-hmm. and we played assignment football. If you need perfect proof of that, go look at the very last play. You you mentioned what our defensive line does. We move them a yard and a half to three yards back, depending on who you're looking at on the line. Yeah. Got a good push there. Nigel Warrior plays his assignment, does a great job. And then it relies on Daniel Batuli being there to play his assignment. But not only is Daniel Batuli there, I'm going to forget his name already. I mean, Jaquan, Blakely. Uh, Jaquan Blakely is also there to make a tackle for a loss. Yeah. Um, so a good, great assignment football. And then you had a guy you know, run down the line of scrimmage and play his play his assignment and, and come and make the tackle as we pushed him back inside. So great play all around to finish off the game. It was the very last play was um it was kind of an example of what you saw the whole day. Just guys really fighting it out, especially on the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and somebody was like, oh, they ran for 302 yards, but they ran it 64 times. And where did they go? I mean, where did they go with that 302 yards? Yeah. They only got in the end zone twice. And you can run for a thousand yards in a game if you only score twice. I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the defense. This was a defensive game. They got off the field when they needed to. Yeah. Made stops when they needed to. Kentucky didn't score a point from. They scored with two twenty-eight left in the first quarter, and mm. that was the last time Kentucky got on the board. Right. Obviously, you know there are a lot of times. You mentioned we got off the field when we, when we needed to. That was the case most of the night, and there were some that, you know. Uh, especially Bowden was able to you know grind out first downs and, yeah. and you hate that because you, you do want to get him off the field because you know half the battle as the defense is not being out there get off the field as fast as possible don't be out there because then they can't offense can't score on you they're not on the field I mean yeah but, and, <laughs> and if you hold any team to thirteen points you think your offense is going to do well enough to win the game and they did just well enough yeah and that's close I guess we can go ahead and look at that Brian Mauer got the start we said he would. Um, Respected JG. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know exactly what to say about him. We, <coughs> I personally, you know, was very critical of how he played. Um, and I don't I don't think I'm wrong for it either. No. Like, I'm not saying I'm wrong. I but he, he answered the criticism. And he, uh, my notebook went. And, and he played really well. 7 of 8, 151 yards, 30 yards rushing. Our leading rusher, which is something we need to talk about. But 115. 115. Sorry, not 151. 115. Um, and it, and with the hand taped up where he looks like Chubbs. Chubbs. He tweeted it. We can say it now. He made fun of himself. We can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Him no, going it was on a great Twitter tweet. Just, yeah. It was a great tweet. I, um, I like the sense of humor. Right. Because I feel like he's just kind of been a robot since he's been here. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, part of that, maybe he needed to get, you know, a grinded out win. You saw his team. It's very, you know, I... His teammates respect him for what he did. That was very evident at the end of the game. It wasn't just – you did see Brian Maurer and J.T. Shrout come over and grab him, but you also saw, um, his, you know, a couple offensive linemen. Juwan Jennings was over there. I think Mark West Calais, right at the end of the game, on the field, came over and, and yeah. grabbed him. And Brian Maurer had a lot of words for him. I mean, I don't know what he was saying. I couldn't read his lips because he was turned around, but had a lot of words for him. It's obvious they were happy to see him win. And yeah. definitely respect him for, for what he did. Um, I mean, the very last – the game-winning play was a little naked, naked bootleg. Garantano's not known for his feet, and went and got the first down that you had to get to seal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what if what if Garantano just like quit and said he's transferring? Like, we're in trouble last night. Yeah, and I think the last couple games you're in trouble. Yeah, I'd agree. You you needed him against USC. I, I mean, mean, I think JT Stroud played really well against USC, but it definitely started with JG coming out there. 
is Pruitt like a psychic? Because he was he like, be. we're, we're going to need Garantano to win football yeah. games. And that's exactly what you've, and, you've got in the past. And I think years. he believes that. He No, he, he I think he's even said it after he quote-unquote benched him. But, you know, he, he recognized. He probably, I mean, he's been around football long enough. A lot of people, I think, were like, you can't bench him. What would that do to his mentality? I think he knows that's just part of football. Like, yeah. if if that kills his mentality getting benched, especially when you're not playing good, then he's just he's never going to cut it. Yeah, and, I, and as a coach, you you sit down with a guy like that and be like, you know, you're not playing well. We're going to play somebody else, but we're going to need you. You know, you're going to get your opportunity again. You got to make the most of it. And that's what he's done. Yeah, absolutely. He, I mean, stand up to him. Um, another guy I want to, you know, I mentioned Nigel Warrior and Daniel Batuli earlier. I mean, just all around games for them. Batuli with 19 tackles. Warrior with and 10 of those by himself solo. Warrior had eight tackles and an interception, and a you know pretty critical interception too. There, yeah. um, so close to being pick six. <laughs> That's two, right? That's two. You said two. I when was the first one he stepped out of bounds? UTC. He did step out of bounds. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, I didn't get to watch that game. <coughs> yeah. Um, and I honestly, I'll be, I didn't feel like I needed to go back and watch it, so I didn't. I watched the highlights, but I guess I missed that one. Um, but yeah, it's great games from them, and and Warriors got to be the. I mean, comeback kid of the year. And I guess he couldn't be the comeback kid, but come from behind. I mean, even earlier this year, he was not playing great. And yeah. he has flipped a switch. Something has changed in him. He's coming up and making great plays at the line of scrimmage. He's doing great in coverage. He's our leading um, He's our leading interception. I don't know how, how to word that. He leads the team in interceptions Yeah. Um, with four. I mean, he's played great. He's been a leader in that secondary that, you know, is – I mean, we got some talent back there, but even our our talent's pretty young. Uh, when you take people like Nigel Warrior out of it, so stand up for them. Um, last night was important both for this team to get bowl eligible. Uh, I'm not saying you can't win Missouri and Vandy both. I, I think you do and you should. Mm-hmm. But this is big because then it, it puts you. You just got to win 50 percent of that. Those because you got to get to a bowl this year. Yeah. You have to. And then um, I think it was very important for Pruitt. And I don't only think it was very important for Pruitt to win this game. I think it's very important that he wins out. Yeah. I, I, I want to go back real quick to what you said about him being the comeback player of the year. You know, we, we talked about us being a second-half team. We were down 13-3. to three. You know, we've been in that situation where we're having to make halftime adjustments, and, and we usually come out and respond. But you can – like, this is a second half, like, of the season, too, yeah. that we're playing a lot mm-hmm. better. The defense, defensive line's playing better. You know, Daniel Batuli – Coming back from injury, you know, he's he's lit a spark. JG's played different. Um, the offensive line's played different. You know, this the second half of the season, like, Tennessee fans are excited about this program. Absolutely. And where it's heading. Now, a loss, you know, next week or in the week after, that could all be gone. But, I mean, I think, you know, it definitely take the wind out of you. If you come off a bye and lose and lose, <coughs> but it, the good news is you've you've done well enough yep. in this middle season that you could still get to a bowl, and I don't think anyone's going to be terribly upset. Obviously, if you lose in a bad way, that'll change it. But I don't think anyone's going to be. If you get to a bowl, I don't think a lot of people are going to be just overly upset with the season. No, overly. No, especially after the way it started. I mean, there were a lot of people after the UTC game going, "We may just win two games this year." Yeah, and a lot of people projected us to go seven and five, six and six. Yes, exactly. And you're right there. Yeah, it wasn't ideal. And you look back and we're like, oh crap, we could have been nine and three. Yeah, or right now you could you could be potentially nine and three. seven and seven and three. Yeah, 
I mean, that's right. If you take care of business in two games, you should have won. And I mentioned it either last week or the week before. If I tell you we only lose three SEC games, and that's to Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, you're going, that's a heck of a season right there. Yeah. Um, so now you're looking at it going, oh, my gosh, you're two really bad losses away from having a heck of a season, especially for Pruitt's second year. Yeah, and you're you're right in the middle of, you know, you if you go in and compete with Georgia the way you did, that could be potentially a – to see who goes to the SEC championship. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's what it could have, should have, didn't. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I mean, you, I, you, you saw a turnaround with this team in Mississippi State. I mean, it, this turnaround, you talked about how the second half of the season, it's been a complete, completely different team. It yeah. relates to games. Um, and I, I think it's been all about that defense. I mean, they've yeah. given up 21 points in the second half in the last five games. Yeah. So that's including Alabama. Yeah. Wow. When you said that stat, I guess seven I just against Alabama, seven against UAB, and I think seven against South Carolina. That's crazy. That's that's, that's awesome. I mean, the defense has played great. Uh, you mentioned the defensive line. I mean, it definitely starts there. That's why the offense has played better. I know that's kind of a relative term, but played better this year because uh, the offensive line it starts up front. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've had some safe before we got into Mississippi State. You had some. Some guys in the secondary making plays. You had some linebackers in Toto and Batuli, um, and even at times Banks making plays. But it it starts and ends on the at the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and you needed those guys to play better. Daryl Taylor stepped up, started playing. You know, back to his All SEC you know standard. Yeah, got um, another sack. I yeah. think he's got seven on the season mm-hmm. right now. So. Then you've got guys like Darrell Middleton playing really really good football in the middle right now. Um, uh, <coughs> Bennett, Kevon Bennett, playing playing really well in the opposite from uh, Daryl Taylor. There's just guys that have stepped up in huge ways that have helped this team get to where they're at. And, and like, I mean, it, it kind of does think when you get, uh, and I call this a big win because of how it played out. Because um, I think when you look at this Kentucky team, you go, oh, that's 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 that you should win that game. Yeah. But the way it played out, um, the fact that you kind of the the players and coaches on that team don't care about the wide receiver playing quarterback but us as fans know it in the back of our head kind of haunts us a little bit mm-hmm. um and then you've got some quarterback troubles of your own uh you mentioned you know you talk about the injuries that are you're, you're kind of banged up at this point you have some guys that are injured um uh, it's definitely a it was definitely a battle when you look at when you look at this game um but you you got it you did enough to get a win and you may not have a lot of people are gonna go oh kentucky outplayed you whatever because you mentioned the 300 302 is what they finished with rushing yards 41 minutes of possession time. What does the scoreboard say at the end? That's all I care about. That's it. Yeah, and and you look at those rushing yards, they averaged 4.7. We averaged 4. Yeah. So it wasn't a huge difference. They just ran the ball a lot more than we did. Yeah, they did. Um, and, and we had some unfortunate. We had that fumble that was bad. We had oh, the block punt. That was huge. We, we just had a slow start. They went down and drove the football down our throats. And – I don't understand why we're always in nickel, but <laughs> we are. I, yeah, that that's Pruitt's thing. So we're we're always going to be in nickel. Um, but I think Bowden was getting tired of getting hit in that second half. I mean, he he still got the yards, but it, it wasn't just like gashing, gashing, gashing. It was like we were stopping him behind the line of scrimmage in the yeah. second half. Mm-hmm. So, and I think I mean a lot of people disagreed. They wanted to see Bowden playing because. They thought we'd be better at stopping a one-dimensional team. Fair argument. I just – I thought he was such a good runner 
I would have preferred to see uh, throwing quarterback because I just I mean if they're if they're starting quarterback and Sawyer Smith or Terry Wilson were really good, obviously I'd say ah uh, we'll we'll take Bowden, but they're not. I was pretty yeah. confident we could beat both of them too if they were starting. I think Bowden is an incredible athlete. Yeah, and that that offense that's hard to stop. Mm-hmm. Somebody that like they could give it off in so many ways and. And you have to respect that they can throw it, so you have to at least put somebody on right. a receiver. Right. So the, they spread us out and ran the ball in so many ways, tried to get extra blockers on the outside. I mean, I thought they had a good game plan. They yeah. just – we just played better. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you talk about that offense is tough to stop. I mean, it is one assignment, one one step behind. Yeah. And you're toasted. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's a tough offense. I mean, obviously, if – you know, if you've got a, a lot, a ton of talent on the defensive side, it's going to be a little bit easier to stop. But you've got a ton of depth where you're, you know, because they're on the field for 41 minutes last night. Yeah. And we're not a team or a defense known for their depth. And we played with them for 41, down to the final snap, final second, we played with them. Not only played with them, but we played better than them. Yeah. And I think what was key is we got them into third and longs. Yeah. In that's the second half. Because we didn't get any of that in the first half. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least in the first quarter, we didn't get any. You know, they're gashing us up the middle, getting five and six yards. But with that offense, the most difficult part is if they're not able to get big chunk plays, yeah. it's hard for them to get in the end zone. Oh, yeah. Because they're having to do 15-play drives to even get a shot at scoring. Mm. And it'll wear on them, too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's why you saw, you know, a lot more success in the second half. We kind of wore them down. I, I agree with that. Yeah, we definitely we, – we not only – uh, not only battled with them, but battled past them, you could say. Yeah. So credit to the defense, credit to a lot of individual guys that had some great performances. JG's one of them. Uh, you tweeted it or said it right after the game. I think you tweeted it too. He'll, I mean, unless something drastically changes after uh, Missouri, he'll be the starter for the next, the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. Until he does something stupid, which yeah. I think it's, I, I totally agree with you, and I'm, I'm still thinking that. But the other part of me was just like, do you just like, you make him come off the bench. Yeah, do you just He's do that? Jordan it's, Bowden. Is, right it, is it just working? Um, yeah, you do. do you, think, do you, you have do somebody by, like just come in and give a spark? I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you definitely think that part of you because he's played better off the bench, so you kind of yeah. think that. But the other part of me is like he he may just be one of those guys that needed a reminder, like, hey, your position is not secure. Like mm. you don't have that starting job, and needed that extra push yeah. and jolt. That's I mean. But yeah, I guess if he comes in against Vanderbilt because and or Missouri and plays not great, then you're gonna go with the other guy, and then maybe you know, can you start another guy against Vanderbilt and he comes in and plays really. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is better off the bench. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things he just needs to. The game needs to slow down a little bit for him. It helps to see it and be away from it for a second. I don't know. I mean, that may be the case. Um, I don't like that in a quarterback, but if it works, it works. Whatever. So yeah. But did mean, you win? Is it ugly? But did you win? Don't care. I I do think right now JG has given us the best opportunity to win football games. Yeah, I agree with that. I expect to see him as a starter coming out of the Bobby. Yep. Uh, hopefully his hands getting a little bit healthier. What does suck about that? But again, man, you got to respect him for even trying to battle it out. He's got a broken hand and playing with it. I know he's not using it much, but playing with it is not you know not really taking care of it. It's not going to no. heal as fast as it normally would. But dude, respect for a guy who can battle through that. Um, and, and and that fumble at first, I thought maybe that could be his fault, but no, that was on was it Tim Jordan? The fumble, yeah, Ty Chandler. Ty Chandler did it, that. You got to get that security in. I thought maybe it was a fake that 
went so, wrong. But. So I went and rewatched the game, and so what it what happened is he did the handoff with two hands. Yeah. And so when Todd Chandler got it, his hand was still on it with that glove, and I think it kind of just like pulled it enough where okay. Todd Chandler just didn't get the the hold on it. Gotcha. It looked like Todd Chandler might have been on the on the exchange, confused onto who's needed mm. the ball there. But which I mean, sometimes I haven't watched us fake those. Sometimes some coaches will have you fake with the ball. Some will have you fake away from the ball. I haven't noticed us faking with the ball. I feel like that's something I would typically see and say, "Oh, that's weird." Yeah. I haven't seen us fake with the ball, but maybe Todd Chandler thought he was pulling it. I have no idea. Mm. But um, yeah, you may be right. I, this I didn't watch it on the rewatch today, but I watched the replay last night, and it, it certainly looked more <laughs> like Ty Chandler's fault. That's why I say, mm-hmm. uh, that's why I say that. But yeah, it, it's definitely probably on both of them. But, yeah. Um, anything else for this game, like the game specifically? I know we're gonna get into some um, fan reactions. I know. I know you talked about Darrell Middleton's PAT block. I think that was a huge part of the game that a lot it, of people it didn't went, really notice. Yeah, it went forgotten just because it was in the first quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I thought Henry T played the best game he's had all season. Um, he had that huge stop on on third down near the goal line. Um, some other stuff. I I do think we need to stop with the we're having way too many costly penalties. If you remember, we had them on a third and seven. We jumped off sides. We jumped off sides another time. We got a Trey Smith got a personal foul from mm. just jumping on the pile late. Yeah. Um. We had the roughing the passer there, third and like that was 14. Hot, that was, I, I mean, yes, you don't need those penalties, but that was hot garbage. Yeah. I don't see how that was roughing the passer. Still like. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, you can't put yourself in those situations. Right. Um, I, I'll go watch it again to be sure, but in live, I immediately yelled, do not throw a flag. Mm-hmm. Boom. I was like, no, that's not. But, I'll, you know, I need to go really watch the play again. But, yeah, I remember I watched thinking, it. It was I just didn't even think he'd landed from his throw yet. It was kind of bang bang because he like he but, did, he almost jumped into his throw, right? But if you're Matt Butler, you're like, all right, this dude can't throw, and it, it's hard to think in this yeah. scenario. Yeah, you. But this dude is just throwing up a prayer, right? And your defense is off the field, and then you put it in the officials' hands. Yeah, to you definitely. I mean, I agree with you in terms of got to be a little bit smarter. Yeah, you know, you do have to know the game situation in terms of it's third down, third and long. He's rolled out to his left and backed up out of the pocket. So it's creating it's you're creating yardage. Mm-hmm. And then you just gave him fifteen. And, and yeah. you know, to his credit, I didn't think it was pass interference. Or pass interference, roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, bang bang. Unfortunately, if the officials get the chance to throw a flag when the quarterback's involved, they're probably gonna do it. I mean, look at the targeting on Bowden that got reversed you know, initially, quarterback goes down like that, you get the opportunity you're probably gonna throw that flag yeah. every time. So, yeah, you got to be – nowadays, you got to be extra smart when you're dealing with the when the quarterback. Yeah. And something else, our receivers, good Lord. They're incredible. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Jennings, Palmer. Palmer made – Palmer played I mean, well. Palmer made probably the catch of the year, which is crazy to think because we've had some good plays from yeah. our receivers. But well, that's probably the catch boy. of the year. That's, you, all you need is one. Yep. 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 All you need is <laughs> – a toe. That's that's all you need. Is yep. Just, just get toe. that cleat down. Yep. <laughs> kick it. Uh, kick up some some dirt or some uh, tire tire rubber. Callaway is. <laughs> I'll say this again. Callaway is the best fifty fifty ball oh. receiver I've seen in a long time. One one hundred percent. He's he's got to be the best one in the game in in the in college football right now. 
um, when he gets to the NFL next year, he'll be one of the best ones then. Yeah. If not, if not the best. Somebody's going to get a steal when they get Juwan Jennings or Marquez Calloway mm-hmm. in the draft. I, I'm, I, you know, I, I hate to jump too far ahead because that's you know, several months away and and hopefully three more games away for the balls. But um, I'm curious to see where they all go because I think they'll. I think Jennings is picking up some more steam, but Calloway will definitely be underrated. Yeah. And the, the thing about today too is if they go and you know Jennings will not perform well at the draft. I don't think when you look at speed, strength. I'll assume he's going to do good. And the combine. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, what I say. You just said the draft. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the combine. Yeah. Um, and then in in drills, I, I don't know how Jennings will do because I don't look at him and go like, "Man, he's running incredible routes." He does make DBs move and miss, and but I don't. I haven't looked at him and be like, "He's just cutting real hard." And, he's, uh, he's, he's one doing of those guys. With shoulders. Like, he's just always open. Yeah. It's it's weird. Do you feel like do you watch him and go, "Oh, he's an incredible route runner"? No. Yeah. That's, I, that's what it's just like deceiving. That's why I, I don't know how he perform those drills. We'll see. I mean. I think it's kind of one of those things where you remember Martellus Bennett when he was with the Cowboys, he hated Jason Witten so much because he's like, he's not that athletic or anything. He's, he's just you. always open. Yeah, he just beats you. Yeah. Um, Talking about fan reactions, uh, no phone calls. Guys, you got to call us, man. I want to hear. I want to yeah. hear from you, especially after a win. we got, we got to have more callers. Yeah, come on. Call in. That's lame. We'd like to get some live callers to the show. We'll work on that. We'll, we, we'll certainly work on that. Um, But being around – it was it was really fun. Like I said, loud environment. Got some got some nice chances. We left the stadium, um, and got a you know got a couple of VOLSs going in our section. Loved it, loved it. Yeah, the even the kids, the Kentucky fans, like they they enjoyed like us around them. Some of them did. Some of yeah. them didn't. I mean, they could have left. The ones that <laughs> stayed, they they enjoyed right. our presence. And then as we were leaving to our right, some some Kentucky fan no, he didn't throw it at us, but chucked a drink at some Tennessee fans. Yeah, that's whatever. Be a, be a, be a dick, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why you feel like that's okay, but you know, do your thing. Why'd you just waste your drink too? That's <laughs> yeah, kind of stupid. When people come to our stadium, guys, be cordial. Yeah, you can talk. You can talk fun trash. Don't be an a hole about it. We're, I'm okay with some light light trash talking. We were walking in, and we were kind of like walking with a group. Um, you're in the lift. Um, we were walking with a group of Kentucky fans, and they're kind of our age, and they're just like you know lightly talking trash. Yeah, it's a good fun. And then they kind of got a yep. little like where it was kind of more than that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one guy was just like, "You don't even know what a Final Four looks like," and I was like. Okay, number one, we're playing football. Number two, your football <laughs> team was one and four against Butch Jones. Did not say a word back to me. So that's funny. Yeah, that's that's all. That, that one hit the heart. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that one got him. He was because like, they're like, oh yeah, uh, we got Mark Stoops the same year y'all got Butch Jones, and I was like, yeah. Fact. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's another fact. Yeah. Um, but they think that's like an insult to right. us. Like, yeah, you had Mark Stoops, and I'm not disagreeing that he's probably a better coach than Butch Jones. Uh, he's he's better than Butch Jones, but he also got beat by Butch but, Jones. Yeah, one and four against Butch Jones. It's not, not great. great. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Um, and zero yeah. and two against Jeremy Pruitt. It's real bad. That's a bad look. So you're going to Florida State, not just Jeremy Pruitt against some of the worst teams in Tennessee history. One is of the it, worst. Do teams. you think he goes to Florida State? I don't. I don't. What's going on? What's going on down there? I don't know. Kind of weird. Yeah. I had some Kentucky fans talking trash to me, and I was like, <coughs> I just, you know, I was, I was just having some fun. I was like, I, what? Because they don't ever, they do, they do that blue and white chant. Blue. 
What? Dude, so that Ooh. announcer was the worst. <gasps> yeah, I hate him. But I was like, why do y'all have black checkerboards if you don't... Like, is it a color of yours? What's, I was just like, what's going on? Explain the black checkerboards to me. Yeah, they could. Kind of weird. Yeah, I was like, I don't get it. Whatever. Also, you all, you all have the same logo as Houston. <laughs> it's not like you share a logo with the high school. You share a logo with another Division One football team. <laughs> First down, Kentucky. Yeah, was like, that boring. was... Ugh. We had to hear that a lot, unfortunately. And then one of them got mad because I found a shaker and would like shake it when we did something good. Like a, I mean, it was just white. I don't know. It wasn't like a blue and white shaker. And one of them was like, where did you get that? I'm like, I don't know. Stole from a kid. What's, what's it to you? Penn State gave it to me. <laughs> yeah, what's it to know. you? But all around, great fun at the game. I, I did, really I did think it. like it's not – Kroger Field is small. Mm-hmm. But it's a nice stadium. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Like I, I was very pleased. Yeah. No, I mean, I yeah. The concession stop. That's one stop. thing I said to those guys. I was like, I was like, is this uh, Commonwealth Stadium? Is this like, or is this like the high school around here? <laughs> is is a uh, is Allen High School playing here tonight? Who's yeah? Who's who's coming in? The jumbotrons are nice. I don't remember those in fifteen when I went. I'm sure they were there. I just don't remember them. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much about that stadium just because we weren't there told either. We, we dress for the occasion. I think we were just dressed well. I think that because some people were like, "No, it was cold." I was like, "Okay, well, whatever, fair." I mean, I was—I don't think I'd say I was warm, but I wasn't free. Right. I, I never got to the point where I was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We had a great time before the game too, with you know meeting people that are friends of the pod, friends of the pod now. Fish, yeah, it's official. Uh, Bev came, Bev. Erica, Patrick, and his wife. Yeah, it was it was fun. I had a great had time. A great job. Yeah, had a great time. Um, before we move on, we are going to talk a little bit of basketball. Uh, Tennessee basketball is picking up this week, except for that Tuesday night game. That's a little weird. But before we do that, Landon's going to tell you all about our friends at Commercial Bank. Guys, go check out Commercial Bank. They are your neighborhood bank, and they are a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, go check them out. Great people. Love working with them. Commercial Bank. Yeah, go go look them up online. They, there's bound to be a branch near you. And uh, go check out Commercial Bank. Thank them for a uh, partnership partner partnering with us. We uh, the love pod. working with Commercial Bank. Friends of the pod. <laughs> Friends of the pod. Uh, basketball this week. Tennessee basketball. Oh, late. oh, oh. I don't know. Morin's britches, boy. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't talk about them. We didn't. There's just something about them. I was jokingly saying, I, I don't think you can, because you can't lose in them. That's, the, that's my biggest issue. If you wear them, you can't lose in them. But should we just wear them to finish out the season? I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't be mad. <clears throat> I do like we don't do it every game. I, that, yeah. no. Like, I you like, can't wear them out. But, like, it's... I like... That's part of the fun of it is that you never know. You never know, um, and they're they're unexpected. Yeah, I I don't I don't like wearing them for more than I think two games, three maybe three max. I feel like is your. So I think you could get away with it at two game home games this year because of being eight. You had eight home games. Mm-hmm. I think you get away with it. Yeah, and especially if the seniors want it on senior night, give it to them. Yeah, let them pick if they want if they want all orange on senior night. I want to see some like ugly. Bright orange cleats to go with an all orange outfit. I like white. I know I don't. I like white. Like I would prefer we go back to the cleats that 
we wore with Butch Jones. Those were awesome. But I would love to see an all-orange look. Just bright orange. I think it'd be fun. Like, that's like an NCAA to me. Like, that's Full an NCAA obstacle. Huh? Color Rush. Yeah, Color color Rush. Those bad boys. Okay. Uh, basketball this week. Bring a Murray State without John Morant, thank God, because that'd be oh, ugly. Yeah, we'll um, Yeah. But for some reason, it's at 9 p.m. Yeah, who did that? Who I don't scheduled know. that? No idea. They, they thought we were on the West Coast fair. fair. It is on SEC Network. That makes sense. But we'll be watching it on SEC Network. Um, <laughs> we are old men that have uh, curfews and bedtimes. Yep. So um, I'll stay up and watch the entirety of the game, but I don't want to be like coming home after the game's over. Yeah, because so. it's a long process to get out of that yeah. stadium and get home. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll be watching on, on TV. If you do want to go to the game, we are going to do some type of ticket giveaway. We have not decided what. We can't be stealing ideas. Oh, We can't not. be stealing ideas. I know we found out that the one we did was super original to a specific Twitter account. Um, I don't even know the name of the Twitter account. But we found out that it was super specific. They are very unique in what they do. So um, we can't use that one anymore. Yeah, we can't just... So maybe like a, a caption contest? Share it on Facebook? I don't, what do you do? I don't know. I don't know either. Are those unique ideas? I might just, I might just stick with copying. You Not know? fair. Okay. Do what works. <laughs> That's you know, right. It's, it's working for Tennessee right now, so yeah. we might just do that. <laughs> there you go. We will be doing a ticket giveaway. Um, I guess we should do that tomorrow because I guess there will probably be people who are like, I'm not going, but if they have free tickets, they may go. Yeah. So maybe that's something we do tomorrow. So look out there for a free ticket giveaway. We'll have three tickets again. I'm assuming yep. your dad's not going to the Murray State game. Um, we'll be giving those away, and, uh, and like I said, some type of giveaway on Twitter. So make sure you follow along for that, and we'll 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 hook you up. Um, Saturday, I know I'm sure you want to talk, and we'll we'll talk about Washington more on the Wednesday podcast. Yeah, but Saturday we go to we go we go to the land land up north. Oh, it, what, is it Toronto? Uh, yeah, no, on yeah, uh, yeah. Toronto, it is Toronto, Ontario, one or the other. So it, it's both, is it not? Is, is Toronto, Toronto and Ontario? a city in Ontario? Sure, I don't know much about Canada. Sure, I think I should know more about Canada. I don't. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. But yeah, uh, Saturday going to play Washington in Canada. That, that one's your, at five. That's on your computer, isn't it? Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know what. The yeah, is. sorry. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we'll be uh, 5 p.m. The Washington game, not as late, thank the Lord. Um, I'm sure we'll find somewhere to watch that game too. So uh, keep up. I don't know if we're going to go to like a bar or what, but I'm, we may. We'll do something. Follow along. Yeah, we'll do something. Follow along. We'll let you know. Uh, make sure you get that. Uh, I'm excited because I think Murray State is going to be more challenging, obviously, than Asheville. Uh, but I don't think – it's not a game where it's like – like they won't be favored. No. Uh, it, I think it'll be a good – kind of feeling out process for us yeah so i'm, I'm excited for that one uh just to, i think it's going to give us a better idea of where we're at i don't think i think our rotations will look more like a true game because you're preparing for washington in a way um but murray state's also going to kind of they're going to ask for that respect because they're a better basketball team yeah i mean Ashford. you're you're preparing for your season now yeah exactly exactly so, i think we're done kind of with exhibition games yes yeah. murray state's where you need to get everything in, in check. Mm. Tuesday Tuesday's going to give us a much better look at at the season. Right. And we have a good we have a good idea, mm-hmm. but this one cuz your starters are going to be, you know, more accurate. I think your starters against Asheville is what you're going to be looking at for most of the season. Um but yeah, your rotations, your starters, you know what you'll play on Saturday by who you play on Tuesday. And I I think this start with Murray State, we need more from Bowden and Turner. Mm-hmm. And that's 
you know, specifically hit, scoring, scoring. Yep. And less turnovers. Less turnovers is the biggest thing. Clean I, that up. I kind of expect turnovers. It's, it's sloppy right now. Yeah. I, and even Josiah, I expect more out of him. But with a freshman, you expect more turnovers. With those two guys, seasoned vets, no. They're no. especially against UNC Asheville. Yes. Especially against them. Especially. Yeah, yeah. So follow along, like I said, Tuesday or Monday, follow along for a ticket giveaway. Um we and, and we may it may feed over into Tuesday, but just you know, look look to do the retweet or whatever we may do on yeah. uh on there. Um anything else for basketball? No, do you want to get into our questions real quick? Oh yeah. Let's 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 answer some questions. So at Jordan Cornelius says how do you feel about playing all of the quarterbacks like we have been? I don't know about any starter starter quarterback, but all three have a role that we can work with. So repeat I'm, that. Sorry, what the first part? So he said, how do you feel about playing all of the quarterbacks like we have been? I mean, I trust Pruitt. I think he's made it pretty obvious he knows what he's doing. Um, I think you, judging by what we've seen, and this is everything we've seen. We don't watch practice. I think JG's your starter. Yeah. That doesn't mean we won't see Maurer or Shroud. But I think JG's your starter. I have a problem playing three quarterbacks if JG's playing good. If he's not playing good and you feel like you know you're gonna get more from Mauer, fine. Or you're gonna get more from Shout, fine. And I'll I'll say this: Brian Mauer was you know those first couple of drives he struggled, mm-hmm. but I feel like he was playing a lot better. Right. He just got to score. Got to score. Yeah, and I think he just came out because we needed a spark. Right. And JG gave it to us. Yeah. So I, I'm not against playing three quarterbacks, but if JG's playing well, I don't think there's a need. I don't think. I'm not in the camp of play three quarterbacks for the sake of playing three quarterbacks. Or no. play two quarterbacks for the sake of playing two quarterbacks. Play whoever gives you the best chance to win, point blank, period. Yeah, you want to have a quarterback. Quarterbacks got to have a flow. They right. got to get in, in the swing of things. I mean, Brian Maurer was starting to, you thought. But you needed points. You just needed more. You needed points. Yep. Mm. Um, next one. Um, this is from Bradley Wells. He says, is... Peterson improving, or are we just not very deep at inside linebacker? Um, Probably both. <laughs> yeah, I would say both. I mean, he was the one where, you know, Batuli and Henry T had to come out mm. last night, and he was the guy that came in. He was that third guy. It wasn't Salon Page. It wasn't Crouch. Um, you know, it was J.J. Peterson. So, maybe he's starting to figure things out. I, don't, I didn't remember him just – playing terrible. Right. I think mean, he made a couple tackles and, you know, then our Batulian Toto came back in. But, yeah, I mean, I think hopefully he's starting to figure things yeah. out. And he's playing more in games. That's always going to help you improve. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's your, your best, you know, game reps are a lot different than practice reps. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um... We had some more. So Cameron Ward asked JG starter from here out um, with a bowl game appearance looking better and better each day. Any idea of poss- possibly what bowl we could appear in? Um, uh, tax Slayer, I think, is a good possibility if you yep. went out. I would, say, um, I would say Tax Slayer. I think I've seen us one time projected to Liberty Bowl. That may I don't know if that's you know assuming we lose a game drop a game mm-hmm. I don't know I, I, maybe belt bowl uh, yeah I think you have to I think you need to win bowl? out to get to the belt bowl I think or maybe I think you, I think you need to be around that game? seven and five yeah. sorry or maybe if you like get six and six I don't know I I don't, I don't 
I think it depends on where we're at in the SEC. No, there's a lot of factors. And where the SEC teams above us finish. Uh, yeah. Because there's going to be some automatic bids that get picked up if, you know, if you have two teams in the playoffs, maybe another – you may be looking at another bowl because of – I don't think you have – I'll be very surprised if you have two teams in the playoffs. <coughs> uh, just the way Alabama looked. I know the score looked pretty close to the end by five, but it was a bigger margin. Yeah, but they still scored at – They did Al- score a lot. Alabama scored like with a minute left. It, I mean, they, it, it was – Yeah. It wasn't as close as the score looked. And I don't moment. think they're out of the playoff. If they go out and finish the year great against teams like Auburn, they'll be fine. I'm yeah. not saying they're out of the playoff. Um, but, well, I mean, there are a couple teams. Ohio State's in – Clemson's in, assuming, and this is assuming they went out and play how they've been playing. And if, um, if Georgia wins out and wins the SEC championship, they're probably in. Yeah. So I think to get two SEC teams in, you got to have Georgia win it and LSU go with a one loss in the championship game. Yeah, I think that's probably the only way. So yeah, probably, unless you know, Alabama's unless LSU dominates and wins out, and like Alabama rounds out the year really nicely, and some the right teams lose. Yep. So, any other questions? Um, we'll see. Uh, but he he did also ask that JG started from here out. I, I, I think, think we so. kind of answered that, yeah. And then this is also from Bradley Wells. He says, um, "Do you see Trey Knox transferring to Tennessee since his coach was fired?" Um, Trey Knox was 2019 commit from. I think he's once committed to Tennessee, or he was a target. He's a wide receiver from Blackman, um, at Arkansas right now. I don't really see him. I don't think Tennessee tried that hard with him. And so I don't really see him transferring here. Yeah. I mean, he so could, but I, I no. think, I think he's good. And, you know, maybe if we, but if he was a take already, I feel like he would have been on campus. Fair. So fair, but I, I think he's had a pretty big impact with Arkansas. If that counts for anything, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, I'll, I would be surprised if he left Arkansas and came to Tennessee. Right. Right. Because he'd have to sit a year, too. So, mm. what guy's going to do that when he's contributing? Well, you don't know who his lawyer is. He might hire a really good lawyer. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> was he on, QB, home, was he on QB1? That's my first question. <laughs> he's not a highly touted quarterback. So, <laughs> odds are not in his favor. Dang it. And moving closer to home doesn't really mean anything anyway. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Need it for Roche. <laughs> Any other questions? That's it. All right. I'm going to tell you guys about my friends at 865 Axe Throwing. It's a one-of-a-kind experience. It's perfect for date night, birthdays, anniversaries, friends night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events. 865 Axe Throwing, where locals hang out. They are the first throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have a friendly and knowledgeable axe, axe coaches that can teach anyone, even Landon, how to throw confidently and safely. Once you stick your first axe, you will be hooked. It's located only 15 minutes from downtown. Their atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega jenga, hang out by the fire. They are family friendly farm fun. Oh my God, it's a mouthful. Family friendly farm fun. 865 axe throwing. Guys, it's a great time. We are going this Saturday at some point. And we're going this Saturday, but I don't know what time. Um, we're going to go hang out. With our friends over at 865 Axstone. It's going to be fun. Check them out. Like they, like they said, just 15 minutes from downtown. You can check them out on Facebook, Twitter, website coming to, coming soon at 865 Axe Throwing. And good news, you get $5 off at check-in. With pro, or just tell them promo code, more important issues. 
Um, they'll take care of you guys. Make sure you go check them out. Excited over there. I'm excited to throw some axes. Yeah. I used to be good at knife throwing. So I'm, I feel like that carries oh, yeah. over to axe throwing. How many times have you been knife throwing? Yeah, me and my brothers used to knife throw like at trees in the backyard. <laughs> Y'all didn't do that? Yeah, you didn't have siblings. Well, you had a sister, but that's... Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. She were, wasn't really into that. That's surprising, because I would probably have wanted to throw a knife at you if I was your sister. So. True. <laughs> she just didn't know how to train. That's the problem. Um, little college football recap. This ended up being a... Which we knew there would be a couple games, but a really exciting and fun to watch week if you if you uh, hate some of these teams. Um the the first one, man, and I didn't. I mean, I know Minnesota's undefeated. They're number they're ranked number seventeenth though for a reason. I think a lot of people didn't believe in them. If you look at their schedule, it's weak. But they go out and beat Penn State, number four, Penn State, thirty one to twenty six. What about it, man? Row the boat. Row the boat. I mean, do you like that he coaches in a tie? No, it's kind of weird. It looks weird. Not a fan. He looks like a especially with the sweater. He looks like a basketball grad assistant. He does. <laughs> so it's very strange. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Um, but no, nonetheless, I, I I told you all I enjoyed watching that Penn State 24/7 on HBO. Um, James Franklin's a character, uh, but it's good to see him lose. It's good to see him lose. Yeah. Uh, next one, Ohio State. Number one. Sorry. I'm gonna stop picking people. Yeah, because I'm the worst. Did you like person to listen to? Did you say like? I said Penn State's going to kill them. But you, like, were you bought into Penn State, like saying like, oh, you know, this could be a playoff team, or did you yeah. like? Oh, I was, you did. I was bought in. I was like, they're, they're <laughs> Which the technically only... they still could be. They got they got they get to play Ohio State in the regular season. That helps their chances. Ohio State is so good. Like <laughs> they are the best team in the country. I here's they're, my they're so, going to win the whole thing. So they beat Maryland 73-14, 14 point garbage point time garbage point garbage yeah garbage time points. Do you think Ohio State keeps that number one, or does LSU jump them after that win against Alabama? I mean, how do you move Ohio State down? Like, I feel like they came out and did everything they needed to do. I don't know. I mean, we can talk about what's deserved, what's deserved, but I mean, you put Ohio State at number one. I just, I don't see how you could. I don't. Know. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter one it, or two. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think LSU is the best team in the country. Fair. Speaking of LSU, LSU 46, Alabama 41. If I told you that score, you would assume it was an SEC basketball score, right? Or Big 12. But I'll tell you, LSU 46, Alabama 41. Oh, yeah. Like, I tell you that, and you're going, oh, they played basketball yesterday, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Good game. <laughs> Good game that they scored 20 points a half. <laughs> yeah. It's um, like a middle school basketball. Yeah. It was the, uh, yeah. It was, but, I mean, Coach O, what about it? Roll Todd what? <laughs> that's a great I mean that might be better than the Wild Boys thing like that's great I'm so glad someone got that on video yeah because it would it probably wouldn't be it wouldn't be a story told for like another five or six years but we got that instantaneously because of Twitter that and kid social might, media he probably gets a he's gonna be running a lot yeah worth it or oh for sure <laughs> 100% worth it worth it roll top what Clemson Whooping NC State fifty five to sixteen. God, you gotta love that like great schedule Clemson has, right? Right. I'd tell you, what would we be if we played Clemson's schedule? Eight and one or seven and one? Damn near. We lost to Georgia State. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, Iowa State forty one, Oklahoma forty two. What about it, man? I, Iowa State's for real, and they're not like 
they're a good football team. They're never going to be a top ten team. They don't have it in them, but they're gonna they're gonna make some teams fight, get nervous, scared, and they'll beat a few of y'all on the way. Yeah, it's fun, fun, fun. Baylor twenty nine, TCU twenty three. Baylor, are they for real? I don't know because we we talked about this game. We thought mm-hmm. TCU was that was a scary game for Baylor. I, I think TCU. I think I said I'd take TCU. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was one of those. Or maybe like, I was surprised that they weren't favored. I don't know. Because they were favored against Texas. I was surprised. the line. How much was the line again? I can't remember. I was thinking about I that. I think we were surprised about how long the or how big the line that's what, was. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, yeah. I think I said TCU probably deserved better. Um, Wisconsin. Did I write their score down? They, they beat Iowa 22-24, right? Yeah, 22-24, Wisconsin, I believe. What about Wisconsin? Who uh, goes into Iowa next week? Who is, uh, is it? Is it Baylor? No, it's not Baylor. Minnesota. Minnesota. Ooh, they're going to Iowa. If that's if they, if they got to go to Iowa at night, there's your season over right there. Don't want that. Nope. You never want to go into Iowa at night. Tell me about Lovey Smith getting bowl eligible, baby. Some, Michigan State and getting bowl eligible. Somebody had us playing Illinois. Interesting. In the tax layer ball. I love playing mediocre Big Ten teams. Bring them to me. One had us play in Iowa. I don't I don't want to play Iowa again. I feel like it was too recent that right. we played them. Yeah, let's get us another let's get us another team. I want to play somebody besides a Big Ten team. I think Big Ten is just so boring to watch. Yeah. Except except your except Ohio State. And and when you do what you want with them, it's not as boring in my opinion. <laughs> That's true. If you win, I guess it's worth it. But yeah. I would like to see somebody else from a different conference. Right. No, I agree. Let's talk about some more SEC games. We do play Missouri in two weeks. Missouri getting skunked by UGA. 27-0. Twaxed. Yeah. I think I think Georgia's kind of finding their own, though. Starting to dig their feet in a little bit. Jake Fromm didn't look great, though. No, but I mean, I think they're starting to find their like find more of their rhythm. I think that Florida win was big momentum shift for them. Was it at Missouri? I really don't know. <laughs> I feel like it was, because that... Jake Fromm being 13 for 20-something does not seem like him. It had to be just freezing cold, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that it was. It was at UGA? It was at UGA. Hmm. Interesting. Ooh, weird. Uh, Tennessee's last two opponents, Missouri and Vanderbilt, combined for zero points yesterday. Hey, I think 82 to nothing was their final. Oh, I can tell you in a second. 87 <coughs> to nothing, right? No. No. What would it be? 83. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 83. Uh, speaking of that, Florida, 56. Vandy, zero. Good Lord. Southdoor really did a number to Vandy's quarterback in high school. It's, he's not been great since. Deuce Wallace. Since 2015, just, that defense put it on him. Go Keys, baby. Go Keys. How about them Keys? Speaking of putting it on people. They look good. How about Elijah Young? Elijah Young look good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, Dude, I'm still... I'm still on that train. Like, Tennessee, just give that man a call. You know how I feel about it. I've been saying it since, like, week four. Yeah. Go get him. Um, you may not get him, but go pitch him. Did I write down the – ooh, what about this one? Chad Morris gone at Arkansas. Western Kentucky, 45. 45. Arkansas, 19. Tyson Helton, I see you. Yeah. What, what, putting 45 on an SEC opponent? Bull. Ending Bull. the Morris era. Yeah. At Arkansas. And uh, Dan Wilkins said that we should take him. We'd, we'd be lucky to take him. Mm. How do you feel about that? 
Uh, I think Dan Wolken is one of the dumbest <laughs> people I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he's a moron. <laughs> uh, speaking of upsets, what about App State? Going into South Carolina, 20-15. to 15. South Carolina should have won that game. That's a terrible throw. And someone said that there was a holding call anyways. And I was like, but you don't understand. They still get another shot at least. Like, the game isn't over right there because of the holding call. Oh, 10 second runoff. It is over. Yeah. Dang. I hate that rule. That's stupid. So there was a flag on the play? There was a flag thrown for holding. Oh. There would have been 10 second runoff. I forget about 10 second runoff. I was thinking if he catches it for a touchdown, it just gets replayed. But no, it's yeah. game over. Nope. Unless South Carolina has a timeout, which I'm assuming they didn't. If they have a timeout, they can take that timeout. And, well, no, because time was expired. I don't know what that rule is. I don't either. If you know, comment below. I don't know. That's – but it still shouldn't be in that situation anyway. You no. still should be App State. Right. Absolutely. Dude, is, is Muschamp gone? <sighs> Who do they have left? Mm. While you're looking for that, Ole Miss 41, New Mexico State 3. Ole Miss taking care of business. What about? We need them to really suck the next couple of years so we don't have to worry about Arch Manning going there. Yeah, we need to get Arch Manning. I just don't just don't go to another SEC team if we don't, you know? As long as he's not another SEC but team. Do we get Arch Manning or do we get Caden Martin? Oh, Arch Manning is a freshman. Caden Martin's a sophomore. He's a sophomore? Oh shoot. You're getting I guess it depends on if he goes to base goes to play baseball or not. That's true. He's probably going to play baseball. Yeah. He's getting money. I haven't seen him play a lot. And I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but man, Jansen came in and looked, didn't miss a beat against Brentwood. That's the only Catholic game I've watched. Yeah. He played good. I'm not saying Janet, we should go get Jansen, but he played good in that game. Mm-hmm. I, I want to actually reiterate I don't think you should get Jansen. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Catholic, what, did you see who South Carolina has? Yeah, they have Texas A&M and Clemson left. He may be gone. I mean, there's a chance. Yeah, he's probably going to lose this. What's the record? Five and. Five and six right now? Five and five? Five uh, Or four and six. six. They've lost six games. Four and six. Four and six. Four and six. Yeah. Worse he, than us. He Couldn't may, be us. He may he may be gone this year. I don't like that. I don't like all these SEC coaches fire SEC people firing coaches. What if they get somebody better? <laughs> sure. Uh yeah, I'll keep Muschamp around. I know we haven't beat him a lot, but I'll keep him around. because uh, I think that, that tide's turning. Yeah, and they just hired McClendon, so you wonder if that whole staff's going to be gone. I don't know. Or you keep know. McClendon, and I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, I guess apparently, it, McClendon was linked to the FSU job. I mean, everybody is. I guess, <laughs> everybody's linked to the FSU job. <laughs> um, speaking of Catholic, though, Oxford Catholic, Tyler Barron, he didn't really announce he was going to commit, but he said he knows. You got to assume he's going to announce he said a commitment. He, yeah, he made a decision. So. He, was at, he was on an official at Kentucky yesterday. Was it official? I don't think it was his official visit, but he was there. There, yeah, he's on. He was at, attending the game on a visit. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's all, that's all I've got for a football recap. I guess you you don't pick and you don't say that after and you're picking Kentucky. You would, you would think, yeah, unless he was just really impressed with what. <laughs> yeah, they look great. Yeah, no. I mean, with something, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you'd be because if he went on his official, he probably didn't meet with Stoops. He wanted a part of that stone wall that we had on that. Dude, that's incredible. They, dude, shout out to them. Shout out. That's incredible. Yep. I was so, oh my gosh. When my we, head still hurts from screaming. Dude, oh. That's like we were walking out of the tunnel and my head was pounding. Probably because I'd been 
<clears throat> you know, since 8 a.m. But <laughs> my head hurts every time I yell. And I'm like, and then I just hear another, it's great to be tennis. I'm like, I can't help myself. Yeah. It's great to be. I love it. Yeah, I'll, I'll suck it up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was fun, man. It was. It was a great that, time. That was, that was a good road trip. Like, yeah, we, we've been to a couple, but it, yeah. that was definitely one of the best. Yeah, that that's... It's it's really good when you win. Oh, absolutely. So that was my just my second, third road win. One of them was at Kentucky. So two at Kentucky, one at South Carolina. And that was the most fun. Like, we had a great time. We went to Nashville for Vanderbilt. Uh, I had a good time when I went to South You know, I've had a good time everywhere I went. But West, West like, Virginia? Uh, well, we did go to West Virginia. I guess you count that. Um, we had a, you know we had a great time on all these trips, but like when you consider having a great time at the game as well, and you know during the you know pregame, postgame, everything was so much fun. Just because like the ball fans were great, obviously the game was great. Um, so yeah, it was a great. I mean, great trip all around. Yeah, and and I'll say this about Kentucky fans. I mean, they weren't like so hostile where they hated us. Yeah, they weren't being dicks. Like there were a few people being yeah. rude, but they wasn't bad. That's like if if we tried to go to like a Florida bar, I'm I'm pretty sure like they would try to fight us. Yeah, uh, it was funny. I think it was at Dairy Queen. I was oh, don't ever eat at Dairy Queen by the way. It was, we just ate there because our car was parked there. Um, yeah, I got oh Sean Galton just got killed. <laughs> um, but I got chicken tenders, and they came with this dip, and I thought it was like ranch. You know, that's that's some thick ranch. And it was gravy. Yeah. So I'm just not gonna let gravy go to waste. I dip fair. my chicken in gravy. It's kind of weird. Uh, dude, I think weird. Southern is what that is. It wasn't bad. Okay. I enjoyed it. it was, yeah. Don't eat a Dairy Queen ever. I, I think their blizzards are good, but their food's garbage. Garbo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was holding the door open for a Kentucky fan. He's like, "Y'all aren't all bad." I was like, "Yeah, we're not." <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And he was joking. He laughed when he said it because I held the door for him. But it was funny. Um, you <laughs> You should have just closed it. Like as soon as he said it, just like closed yeah, it on right on him. <laughs> yeah. Guys, so I've been really enjoying this new, this new razor I got from Manscaped. Have you? Loving it. Loving it. Okay. Loving it. The both of them, both the lawnmower and the plow. Yeah, and like so I'm digging both of them. So you're wearing all these layers, you know. You're you're dressing for the cold. Mm-hmm. Stuff gets sweaty down there. Thank luckily, God. Thank God. I luckily, have. there's Manscaped there to help. They have the ball deodorant. A lifesaver. Keep your boys fresh, your mansicles, if you will. <laughs> Keep them fresh throughout the day. Um, they have the lawnmower 2.0, electric razor. I've used that. Great. Fantastic. It's And Man. the best part about it is no snags. No snags. It's made with skin-safe technology, so you don't have to worry about... Snagging your nuts. My brothers are purchasing it. Okay. They're impressed. They, yeah. They've uh, recently used the ball deodorant. A lot of people have asked, like, is it worth it? I'm like, absolutely. And I, I told them, I'll, I'll tell you guys. I, it's worth it at full price. But I can help you out. It's not going to be full price. It's not. So you will get 20% off. 20. That's big. With the promo code armchair. Again, that's promo code armchair, 20% off, plus free shipping. That's a big one, too. Free shipping's nice. You always love a good free shipping. shipping. Absolutely. Anytime you get a percentage off with this good of a product, you got to take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah, The ball is in your court. 
the the balls are in your court. The balls. Take care awesome. of the balls. No turnovers. Take care of those bad boys. Yeah. Hold but on to them. Listen, go to Manscaped. Get the kit. It also comes. It comes with. I'm trying to remember the other bottle that's in there. It comes with body odor, obviously, but also comes with hair or uh, with comes with body wash. That is yeah. fantastic. The yeah. body wash is solid too. I usually. Uh, I don't even remember what kind of body wash I use now. Uh, whatever. I buy it from the store. Like I stick to that one. Mm-hmm. I got that one. I was like, I'll try it out. Smells good. Feels good on the skin. It's all like the, the whole kit is awesome. Yeah, it comes with the plow also. Um, it's a metal razor. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Comes with its own like um, little compartment, if you will, with a with a mirror on it. So you can hold a mirror while you're going for your uh, underhangers. I'm trying to think of like different ball names. Using some acronyms. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, go check out Manscaped. Code armchair. 20% off free shipping. 20% off and free shipping. It's not 20% off free shipping. That'd be a robbery. 20% (laughs) off nothing. Um, Go check them out. Great stuff. Manscaped. Do it now. Speaking of Manscaped, this has nothing to do with Manscaped. Most important of the week. I was going to try to segue that real nicely, but I didn't. Couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Most important of the week. I think it's got to be the balls. Chad Morris. Oh, nah. Yeah, that's most important. What do you, What do you go with here? Twenty two games gone. Mm. It, mm. it should have been a lot sooner, in my opinion. I uh, I can't help but agree. And they wanted us. They're like, oh, y'all should have got Chad Morris. He's great at SMU. Dodge a bullet there. Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet for sure. My first most important is my good buddy. If you were with me at the end of the game, you know we're good friends. Cash Daniel. Hey. He tweeted, it's football time in Tennessee. I imagine that's how he tweeted it. Hashtag go balls from Knoxville, Tennessee. Now you're going Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Be fair to him. All right. It was in November of 2012. I assume he was here on a visit. I don't know anything about him, so I have no clue. No, he was probably too young to be on a visit. No, I guess he could have been like a junior or sophomore on a visit. <coughs> yeah. He, he was definitely senior. a Tennessee fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, poor Cash Daniel. He yeah. didn't even have any good chances to break any ankles last night. I Dude, feel bad I for the kids. Stand him. <laughs> After every play, he's always getting in somebody's face. I'm like, dude, that is the most. And there, it's a white. It's a white dude thing. That's what white dudes do. And I, I was as a white man myself, I can say that. I was rewatching the game. And how many tackles did he have? He had three tackles. Huh. Great. Oh, I was right. Couldn't be our middle line. I was right in what I yelled at yesterday then. I was exactly on. Um, but yeah, so he. He was like. They were talking about on the broadcast, Jordan Rogers and whoever the other guy was, was talking about how he has to play like that. He has to play kind of dirty because mm-hmm. it gives them an edge. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, if you have to play like that, then you are not that great at football. Yeah, don't respect that. Yeah. Can't respect that. What a punk. Do I have another most important? I thought I just did. Did it go away? I do. Also, we got some breaking news. Breaking news. Tennessee just got a commit. Oh, okay. From who? The 2021 class, um, Nate Evans, a three-star oh, nice. out of Virginia Beach. Virginia. Nice. That um, is in Virginia. Yeah. That's how he said it like a question. <laughs> Virginia, Virginia Beach, Beach, Virginia, maybe? Virginia, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, three-star athlete. His primary recru- recruiter is 
None other than the Moose, Brian Niedermeyer. Brian Niedermeyer, getting them, bringing them in. You can always count on him. I don't need most importance, but I got some fails. You ready to run through these? I, I have, you got, you got I have more? some more All right. most importance um, before we get there. Um, gosh, where's – oh. So, Kent State's Kalen Bennett becomes the first player with autism autism mm-hmm. to score in a Division One game. That was awesome. Dude, he, first had, person, he had a move. First person with di- diagnosed with autism. Yeah. I should say. So. I thought that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Getting his opportunity. He looked good. I just saw that one play, but yeah, I mean, okay. but in that play, like he looked like he was good at basketball. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he is. He's yeah. he, he's on scholarship at where yeah. is it? Kent State. Kent State. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he is. Um, my I got failed. So you said that's it for you? Most important? Um, yeah, that's it. All right, let's roll through. I got a few. Uh, my first one's Dan Wolken. He's got two bad tweets here. Uh, this is tweeted on September 30th, 2017. Yesterday, a college football coach called me, and all he said was. LSU hired Ed Orgeron. We laughed for a few minutes. Bad look there, Dan. Bad mm, look. Not great. Uh, this one was in November of twenty seven or yeah, twenty seventeen. He said, "When I said a month ago that Chad Morris would be my top realistic choice for Tennessee, Vol fans attacked me on Twitter. Hmm, Dan, wonder why." God, dude. some bad takes right there, Dan. Not great. Bad takes. And it's not just that two thousand seventeen was unfriendly to him. You can go find some bad takes from today. I can't because I'm blocked. Oh, are you? Yeah. I haven't been blocked yet, but I don't tag him, so that's probably why. Mm. I just say his name. So if he ever starts name searching, I'm just go to root. Yep. Um I've got I've got the South Carolina App State play. Tyler Holinsky just overthrows a how do you overthrow a Ryan. wide open? Huh? Ryan Holinsky. What'd I say? Tyler. No, sorry. Uh overthrows a wide open. Yeah, that's bad. I just don't see how you do that. He wasn't getting pressured that bad because his offensive lineman was holding. <laughs> yeah, and like the wide receiver is just over there butt naked. Yeah, yeah, just throw it. it to him. Um, I'm gonna go next one with uh, ESPN SEC Network with the graphic first win in Lexington since 2015. We've only played one other time in Lexington since then. I feel like that. Like, does it not make it sound like we haven't won there in a while? Yeah, it makes it sound like it's been like five years. And four. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, it's like, we've only played one time there yeah, since it, then. Yeah, it makes it seem like you've lost, like, constantly since then. Yeah. And it's like, um, nope, that was their first time beating us since 2011. And then in 2011, they broke a 26-year streak, losing streak to us. Wasn't um, O'Phil 17-0 against Kentucky? Something like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was. Like, he didn't – he never lost. Never lost. Never lost. To Kentucky. LeVar Ball. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can find my – Oh, my next one. Tito Bustable A. Whew. Coming in hot. Last week, this past week, was the uh, girls' soccer um, state championships. Oh, yeah. So, uh, quarterfinal, semifinal, final. They moved it back a week due to weather. Then they had atrocious weather on semifinal day. And instead of moving the games to either turf or moving toms, they went ahead and played them in some atrocious conditions on regular grass, which this mm-hmm. is a good facility they play at. But... You should have a turf option. Move those to turf that day, and then yesterday they had to play the finals. Well, yesterday was beautiful, and if those fields aren't cut up from the semifinal games, you probably get to play them on the final on the grass. But whatever, planning things is really hard. Yeah, you had having more, a backup plan is hard. Yeah, and this is like 
It's not like it's a regular season game. This is a state championship. It's a state, like, this is the state la- semifinal. This is the last thing you have to really do. Yeah, state semifinal, state championship. Like, you should have a turf option, or you yeah. should have That's bad. other things you can do to take care. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, they were talking about uh, passes stopping in mud and in water. And if you have standing water on a soccer field, you, you shouldn't play. That's just the bottom line. Um, I didn't see the conditions myself. I saw people tweeting. So I don't know, but yeah, it really. I just have turf to go to. I, I mean, if you have to play the state championship on turf, so be it. But if you don't have to, then why are you? And when you have yeah. great grass fields to play on. But they had to. So, Not due to really weather so much either. Like from weather yesterday, it was weather three days prior because you played on the grass in, those, in that weather. If you don't touch it in that weather, it dries up and you get to play on. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, My only fail is Mississippi Valley State getting beat. By Utah in basketball, 143-49. to 94-point victory for those of y'all who are bad at math. Um, it's the largest margin of victory ever in a, against a D1 opponent. Interesting. Ugh. Nice. And uh, Utah's not even like a great team. No. Nope. <clears throat> 94 points. That's like us when we played... Um, who did we – oh, uh, the homeschooled, the uh, ambassadors. Yeah. Mm. That was bad. I felt bad as a human being that night. Yeah. But I wanted to play, and I was promised more playing time if I never let up. Turns out I just beat the crap out of some poor kids at basketball, and then I never played again. Yep. <laughs> um, scored some points, though. We scored, <laughs> I scored. I think I had like six, eight points that game. Yeah, I, I, I had a couple. few. Which y'all are sitting there on like, Caleb, that's not many points. For a guy who averaged like 30 seconds a game, that's yeah. a lot of points. Yeah, that's like, a lot of points. <laughs> yeah, if you look at, you know, if you look at those eight points and you don't see my Tom played that game, you're going, if he played his average amount of time, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I don't think I have any more fails or anything else. to uh, Lady Vols, is it tomorrow? They play Notre Dame. Kelly Harper's first true test. Oof. It's going to be tough. She did not get a friendly schedule for her first year. Nope. But there's a lot of talent on that roster. So yeah, it's fair. We'll see. It's fair. It's fair. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, for those of you all that come and came and hung out with us at the uh, Kentucky Sports Bar, thank you all. It was a lot of fun. Um, and we had a really good time with our buddies, uh, Dylan, Jesse, uh, Deuce, and, and Brody. Really good time going to Kentucky. I think that's a good crew right there. We'll take more. We will take more. But I feel like guys trip. we got to get those guys back for another road trip in 20, uh, yeah, 2020. Our Airbnb was nice, too. Airbnb was nice. We stayed in a tiny home. But, man, that thing was roomy for a tiny yeah. home. Yeah. Not a great time. Shout out to the Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun, though. Uh, we'd definitely be playing a, another 2020 trip. I, I mentioned just driving to Missouri a couple weeks, but they, they weren't for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys, really appreciate y'all listening. Remember, tomorrow we'll be doing uh, at least starting a ticket giveaway uh, for the Murray State game. Um, yeah, Murray State uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, so we should be looking for that. Uh, maybe do something on, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Maybe do Maybe do something all combined. Maybe just Twitter. But definitely be looking out on Twitter. We'll get that to you once we settle on a unique idea. Um, but to listen to the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, just, you, know, you got it. You get it. Get there. Get it while it's hot. We're just one game away from going bowling, boys. And Are girls. we? One game. One game? Away. Oh, my God. And we still I got Vandy it. on the schedule. But, like, I know it. I know it, but, like, I forget it, you know? Yeah. You got to remember that. I got Vandy's you. still on the schedule. We're bringing the boat in, and we out. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing.